Thanks for popping on your headphones and joining us for an episode of Ballsy History, a podcast about big personalities and little-known stories. Settle in for a tour of the outrageous acts, incredible stories, and outsized characters that shape history. We're your hosts, Elizabeth, Elise, Elliot, and Maureen. We're glad you're tuning in. Today on our show, we'll learn about the 6th Triple Eight, the only all-female, all-black army battalion during World War II, facing a manpower shortage, as well as growing pressure to give black women a more active role in the war, the army and the women's army corps, the WACs, formed the 6888 Central Postal Directory Battalion. They had a specific mission to sort a two-year backlog of mail for Americans stationed in Europe. It was a daunting task. The 6888th was a self-contained unit. The army wasn't yet integrated for men, let alone women, and segregated by both race and gender. The members of the 6888 not only made history, they quickly achieved what seemed insurmountable, and in doing so, improved the morale of U.S. troops. Out of the 855 members of the battalion, three perished overseas, and were laid to rest in France. The 6888 holds the distinction of being the largest group of black service women to serve overseas during World War II, yet only recently have these women begun to receive their long overdue recognition. During World War II, Many families were split apart. Those serving overseas were tenuously connected to home via mail and packages. Yet, as Allied forces moved across Europe, their ever-shifting locations and limited supply chains and carriers led to terrible delays in receiving mail. The psychological impact led to low morale among soldiers who hungered for connections with home. Colonel David Griffith Director of Freedom Team Salute explains. For the morale of soldiers in wartime, only one thing counts more than somewhere to sleep or something to eat. That one thing is mail from home, holiday greetings, photographs, regular letters and packages filled with items from relatives and friends. During the winter of 1945, As troops made their way across Western Europe and into Germany's homeland, a tremendous backlog of undelivered mail built up. There simply wasn't enough manpower to sort and clear the two-year backlog between the Army, Air Force, Navy, Red Cross, and uniformed civilian specialists. This meant seven million people were waiting for their mail. In the U.S., the Army Women's Corps formed in 1943 to join their ranks There was an 18-week training that included three tiers, basic, physical, and specialist. By the end of training, they could leap trenches, identify guns and German U-boats, and march loaded down with heavy rucksacks. Black women were able to enlist in the WACs in large part because of the efforts by Dr. Mary McLeod Bethune and First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt. 
However, the army wouldn't approve black women to serve overseas, even as they watched their white counterparts being approved to serve abroad. Black civil rights groups began to pressure the War Department to extend the same opportunity, and in November 1944, the War Department changed their stance and created the 6888, officially known as the 6888th Central Postal Directory Battalion. Soon an all-black WAC battalion of 31 officers and 824 enlisted personnel left for Birmingham, England, led by Lieutenant Colonel Charity Edna Adams, known later as Lieutenant Colonel Charity Early. The unit was set up to determine the value black women brought to the military, and they ran the fastest mail service in Europe during World War II. Houses and hangars in Birmingham, England had been transformed into makeshift holding areas where stacks of unopened mail towered. The backlog was more than 17 million letters and packages addressed to Allied military personnel who were scattered across Europe, and more mail was arriving daily. Their leader, Adams, wrote later in her memoir, the eyes of the public would be upon us, waiting for one slip in our conduct or performance. She was determined not to let this happen and was allotted six months to complete her mission. Under her guiding hand, the 6888 would do it in three. During the Battle of Britain, Birmingham had been badly bombed and when the 6888 arrived, their destination was a damaged school on the edge of town with black painted windows to avoid detection by the Luftwaffe and hardly any heat to keep them warm. This served as barracks for the unit, as well as the workplace. The 6888 began work in the coldest part of winter. They divided into three groups of eight-hour shifts, so there was progress being made every hour. Dressed in coats and long johns, they set out to develop a tracking system for each individual service member, which solved the problem of soldiers with the same names. This took only seven million information cards to maintain. Each shift handled roughly 65,000 pieces of mail as a result. Besides tracking down soldiers, they censored the mail, blacking out sensitive information and printed victory or V-mail cards. The military photographed letters to send on much smaller microfilm. This saved space and weight, but was very time-consuming. The locals were intrigued by all the activity and would drop in, sometimes inviting the women to tea. At the same time, discrimination in the Army meant they still received second-class treatment, both in terms of facilities and in terms of respect for their hard work. A story related to the group tells of a general who came to inspect the troops and found one section absent. They were working to sort the mail instead of being in formation. When Major Adams told him she was following orders, he berated her publicly and threatened to send a white man to show her how to do the job her women were already handling perfectly well. She reported, Over my dead body, sir, and was nearly court-martialed. Interestingly, over time, the same general came to admire the work they were doing, and when he came to see them later in France, he was impressed by what they had accomplished. Once the backlog in Birmingham had been dealt with, they shipped across the channel to La Ouvre in May 1945 and then were entrained to Rouen, 
where they dealt with another backlog of three-year-old mail. During their time in France, they participated in a victory parade, which passed where Joan of Arc was executed. The French had been newly freed and were happy to show their gratitude. The women moved to Paris, where they were treated to perks such as chef-cooked meals and maid service, a long cry from the conditions of their first stop abroad. By the end of the war, their numbers were drastically reduced, with many hundreds of women sent back to the States. The few remaining not only had to keep the mail circulating, but, due to package theft, they now had to search French civilians to try and track down stolen goods. Upon their return to the United States, there was no recognition or fanfare for the group. Except for Charity Adams moving up to the rank of Lieutenant Colonel, nothing marked all of their efforts. One victory grew from their work, the General Board of the United States Forces European Theater documented the following. The national security program is the joint responsibility of all Americans, irrespective of color or sex. And the continued use of colored along with white female military personnel is required in such strength as is proportionately appropriate to the relative population distribution between races. This is a lasting mark. Institutions like the National Archives for Black Women's History, the Smithsonian Institute's National Postal Museum, Arlington National Cemetery, and the Library of Congress have supported and preserved the legacy of the 6888. The last surviving member of the 6888, Alice Dixon, passed away in 2016 at the age of 108. She was America's oldest female veteran of World War II. On November 30th, 2018, there was a dedication of the 6888th Central Postal Directory Battalion Monument at the Buffalo Soldier Monument Park at Fort Leavenworth, Kansas. It consists of a 25-inch bronze bust of the unit's commanding officer, Lieutenant Colonel Charity Adams, early eight black granite panels highlighting the unit's lineage, historical information, key unit pictures, and on the back is an alphabetical list by states of 800 plus members. Today, there are two bills hopefully advancing through the House and Senate, sponsored by Representative Gwen Moore and Senator Jerry Morin, to award a congressional gold medal to the members of the 6888. Central Postal Directory Battalion, known as the 6888. They should certainly be recognized for their incredible service during the Second World War. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Ballsy History. Tune in next week to hear a new episode. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review.